Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. It's a new year. Maybe you hope to hit the gym or lay off the carbs or read more. Valerie Thompson has her own goals. She's headed down under in hopes of breaking a land speed record. I'm Andrew Thien, and this is Beat Check with the Oregonian. Up next, a conversation with one of the world's elite speed racers. Valerie Thompson is the fastest female motorcycle racer in history. While she lives in Arizona, she's the lead driver for a racing team based in Aurora, Oregon, that's headed for Lake Gardner in Australia for a record-breaking attempt in March. Thompson hopes to hit at least 420 miles per hour and set a new world record for a piston-engine, four-wheel-driven car. We talked about why she races, what she enjoys about it, and how she's been affected by the death of Jesse Combs, another female daredevil who died in Oregon's Alvord Desert in August. How did you get into this world of speed racing? Well, uh, in a short um, story, I had the passion for riding my motorcycle just on the street, and the passion grew from being a little bit with the throttle too much, <laughs> taking it to the racetrack and um, just making lap after lap. And I just fell in love with racing. And I think racing fell in love with me. So we're two peds in a pod. Um, and when, when do you remember when your first uh, your first race, uh, competitive race was? I do. It was in 2006. And I was going up against another lady in the first round and um to this day i still remember her i don't remember her name but Mm -hmm. i remember her and i just going for it (laughs) what do you like about about racing i love the thrill the i love just being all by myself and just i mean what else is there to think about you think about the speed you think about your do's and your don'ts and you know your mind is so it's kind of nice and clear like you do yoga (laughs) You know, I think when people think of stock car racing, maybe they can think of, uh, you know, whether it's uh, Dale Earnhardt or, you know, Jeff Gordon or, you know, uh, the old timers, um, Richard, you know, Patty, um, you think of different traits that they had that made them, you know, superstars or excel at what they do. What is it with um, with your job? Like what makes a good uh, racer in this respect. I did not grow up in the racing industry through my family. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until later in my 30s when I developed the need for speed. My mom, she was also a little racer down South Tacoma Way in Tacoma, Washington. Uh-huh. <laughs> she had a speed demon in her. And I think when I was inside her, her tummy, I was taking sticky notes, putting them posting notes up there. <laughs> okay, do this, do yeah. this, do that. So I, I know that I had the need for speed DNA you know, I knew that there was something in me, but right after high school, I went and worked in the banking industry for 13 years, got laid off. And that's when I started opening up my life of like, what do I really want to do? And that's how I started riding motorcycles. And then I started going, traveling in all different states Mm -hmm. for the motorcycle rallies. I ended up in Arizona and I said, oh my gosh, if any one place I'm ever going to live, it's going to be here in Scottsdale, Arizona. Yeah. And you've and, been there ever since. And I've been there ever since. Here in Oregon, we had a, a tragic incident that happened. Um, 
on the Alvor Desert uh, mm-hmm. involving uh, another woman. Um, I guess, when, did you know Jesse Combs? Um, yes. And, and when did you hear about, about that her death? I heard about it the next morning, very early. Yeah. And it was by a, a private, uh, a friend tech that gave me a, a text. And um, I woke my husband up, <laughs> like I was in disbelief that yeah. that had happened. Is that something that pops into your mind when you're training or racing? It's it's really affected me um, in some ways, but um, other ways it's prepared us to be even more safer and to cross the T's, dot the I's extra. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, it, it's definitely had affected me. Till this day, it still affects me. And yeah, how, how would you say it affects you? It affects me mentally, and it's the what ifs, you know, yeah. you know, because I was the former driver of that vehicle, and I spent eight months with the team, and I know the team. I've sat in that cockpit, you know. I've started it up, you know. It's an amazing, you know, vehicle, and it's built for speed, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's meant to fly. <laughs> to be honest, uh, yeah, it, uh, looks it like was a, plane. a it was an aircraft, F one hundred four Lockheed Starfighter jet so the fact that you your intimate tie by having sat in that vehicle one of only a few yeah. people really too yep. yeah i imagine that would hit home in a different way it did and um you know my, my first thing that i said to myself was it could have been me that that could have been me and and that's what scares me like you know we all take chances we're taking a ch- i'm taking a chance now i mean i've already you know the other flip side of it that really hit home was that i did crash at 363 miles per hour in Australia. And I walked away from it. And with her crash, she did not. And I kind of already, you know, I I put those two together. You know, she didn't, but I did. So that's what hits hard. Absolutely. Um, And the fact, I'm wondering, you know, uh, the fact that she was also a female driver. Mm -hmm. um, I can't imagine, are there a lot of women who, who do what you do? No. Yeah. Not in the high, high speeds. Yeah. I mean, we, we've got a lot of women that are in, you know, racing cars and motorcycles. Um, and, you know, one day they want to be probably f- as fast as what we're going and how we're pushing the limits. But um, it really takes unique people to want to go and do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's not something that you can just pick up and start doing. It's something you have to have your heart and it's a passion and the drive and you know, the courage. Yeah. Uh, incredible courage yeah you know a lot of people obviously uh, get the thrill of uh, driving a, a fast car on the freeway or something like that but I mean like obviously this is way different um, can you describe how your preparation uh, is and like what your mindset's like when you're when you're driving it goes from your fitness regimen to you know training your brain and your your mind to think in real time when you're in the cockpit so everything it has to be in real time And the preparation that I enjoy, that I do when I am at the track and in in race mode is, you know, like, I love to listen to my music and... um, What do you listen to? Oh, boy. (laughs) Some (laughs) classical (laughs) music. Classical music? It's kind of like a classical hip-hop-ish. Okay. And it just relaxes me. And um, I, I kid you not, it just gives me that... <laughs> yeah, you got the gur comes out because <laughs> you got to psych yourself up. I would imagine. Yeah, it's kind of hard to psych yourself up when everybody's nice and calm, and you're supposed to be, 
you know, kind of calm, but when I get in that cockpit and they strap me in, I let out this big woo and I do it several times. Can you describe the vehicle to people who, you know, I, I'm, I don't know if people know what they look like or what, what exactly you right. drive. Well, since we, we race for, um, our, our biggest thing is safety and um, speed. So mm-hmm. we have to build a streamliner, which is very long. Um, our car streamliner is 43 feet long. Oh, wow. It has two Dodge Hemi engines and it's state-of-the-art safety well-built and it's just built for speed. Uh, coefficient drag is very lovely. <laughs> and it's four wheels, right? And it's four wheels. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, does it have, you know, does it have like a, a gas, a clutch, a brake, I mean, or what's Yeah, the... we have some normal stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have some normal stuff as, as a regular car. Um, uh, we also have parachutes to stop safe. Right. Um, we have a lot of safety gear inside, outside, um, all over the car. The car is just built 100% safety and speed. And that's how a lot of these um, high-speed race bikes and cars are built for. So So we we can't go short on either one. (laughs) No kidding. Um, And so this is called the Target 550, right? Yes. And so that, um, you know, I I think might be obvious to you, but what does the 550 stand for? The Target mile per hour is 550 miles per hour. And why that speed? Oh, you just give me chills. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because I promised my husband I would retire at 200, and then it turned into 300, then Uh it turned into 400, and I've never said 500, but I'll take it. (laughs) So uh, what is the fastest uh, that you've gone uh, on four wheels? On four wheels, 291. That was in my third attempt. I was just testing in the Target 550 streamliner, and that was just done recently. Um, and in the motorcycle mm-hmm. streamliner, I went, I set a land speed record of 328 miles per hour. What does that feel like? Oh gosh. Ooh, that was hairy ride. It <laughs> <laughs> was a very hairy ride, but, um, you, you're just really numb. Like what, what I get asked a lot, what do I feel? Mm-hmm. And there is no feeling. It's just like you have a job to do and there is no room to wiggle for any mistakes. You get one shot at being perfect. And what's the, you know, I know here in Oregon, we have the Alvor Desert, which is a, um, a place that some people do Mm -hmm. these, these runs. Um, but was this at Bonneville? Yeah. I only race at Bonneville now. Okay. But I have raced at El Mirage and in California, I've raced on, you know, the, the, the dirt I've raced, but, um, so what is Bonneville look like to people who haven't been there before bonneville is a place that is so unique it is the most amazing place that you can just open up the throttle go as fast as you want and um it's it's completely flat we okay they go well it's kind of bumpy out there it looks bumpy well it is bumpy but when we have track we have track preparation for Mm -hmm. days and days ahead that the sanctioned event uh that they prepare so um, but at night, the stars, everything is looks so amazing. So There's it, a lot of commercials that are actually done out there, a lot right. of movies that are captured out there on the salt flats. And the only way you can really tell is when you can see the mountains in the background. They have a very unique pattern of the mountain. Okay. And are you driving toward the mountain? We're driving, driving with the mountain. Okay. Yeah. So- Probably not focusing on that when you're driving. No. <laughs> and then on one side, I'm driving to the mountain. <laughs> I use that for my, my target. 
Um, you, you talked about um, you only drive at Bonneville or or have until uh, you're going you're going down to Australia, which we're going to talk about. But um, wh- why why only at Bonneville? That's where records are, and sanctioned body events go there to you know capture history there. So yeah. I want I'm a part of history. <laughs> I just want a bigger slice. <laughs> Let's take a break. Shifting gears a little bit. Um, what do you drive when you're not driving? <laughs> when, you, when you're not driving the Streamliner, what do you what are you driving? I have the most amazing car, and it's a Bentley, mm-hmm. and I love it. It's you know I do have a Dodge Dually truck that <laughs> I've to- tooted around for many years, and I love my truck. I love the Dually. I love the Rumble, but man, I tell you, when I get in that Bentley, it's it's an older one. You know, yeah. we got a really good deal on it, and um, it's just a great put together car. I know Andy Green, the okay. world's fastest man, seven hundred sixty three miles per hour. He has raced the Bentley on the salt flats okay. here in the United States, and one day I want to, but I don't want to race my own. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're headed towards. Um, a big, big attempt. The biggest attempt of my life. <laughs> yeah. What, what What are you trying to accomplish? Well, number one, we're, we're trying to accomplish making some safe runs. First is, you know, get out the uh, the rustiness about everything, <laughs> the, the car, the, yeah. me, uh, make some safe runs. Um, and when we're ready and when the team says, okay, let's go for it, we're going for the record of 417 miles per hour that um, has been there for a really long time. So, and whatever mile per hour we can squeeze out of that, we wanna send a world record, we'll take it. But our first goal is to go 417 in two ways within an hour. It's a big deal. It's a big deal and time goes by and ticks away so quickly. When I end up to actually stopping at the end of my run, Mm -hmm. we might have a 11 mile track, we might have a 12 mile track. So. I start from mile zero, and then at mile six is where my official time starts. So I need some speed. I need some miles to get up to that speed. Okay. Um, and do you deploy the parachutes uh, every race, every run? Yeah. Okay. Right after the end of the one measured mile. Yeah. Those little lovely things are nice. It <laughs> has well, a little G-force. <laughs> yeah. Are you pressing a button, or how does that work? I pull a button. Yeah, I press a button. Okay. I press the button, yeah. Yep, I, I have two of them. <laughs> what, yeah, what are the, do you, are you experiencing G-forces? When that yeah, happens? we have about, you know, over a, a one and a half G-force yeah. with that. But it's kind of like an unexpected G-force, you know, because when I used to be a drag racer mm-hmm. on a motorcycle, you could, the, the, the G-force was around three Gs from wow. the leaving the starting line. And uh, this one is like when you pull the parachute, you know you pulled the parachute, but you're still waiting for it because it's so long. <laughs> you don't, so there's a delay. There's a delay yeah. in it. And then once you like realize that, oh, gee, <laughs> you can feel it. It's it's quite cool, though. I had the um, one of those journalistic experiences where there's a big air show here in Hillsboro, and, and they you know frequently invite reporters to come test out, a you know, come oh. on a stunt plane ride. And so I got to experience... Um, G's both positive and negative once. And, I've done that too. And <laughs> wow, I mean, I, I fully understood it in that moment of like, oh, this is why people do this because this yeah. is incredibly fun 
like it's incredibly your whole body fun. I think our body just relies on adrenaline. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't have any adrenaline, like this coffee I drank this morning, <laughs> woo. <laughs> so is that what it's like for you when you're driving too? It is. Yeah. Yeah. So um, does it make going back to normal life more difficult or is it, it does. are you able to separate the two? I can separate them. Yeah. When I'm in my car, it's like nice and uh, pleasant, you know, and yeah. it's a slow world. But um, when I'm in the, the bike it's or in the car, it's a fast world out there. When I am in real time and I am going 200, 300-ish miles per hour, yeah. everything does slow down. And it's so amazing because you can actually remember what your thoughts were, like, you know, when I got into the crash mm-hmm. of 363 miles per hour, it was like, I remember just slow motion when it started. I remember like, okay, hold on. It's going to be a rough ride. Yeah. And, you know, bring my arms in, hold them close to my so chest. So you could feel you were losing So I knew, control. yeah. And then after I tipped over and went upside down a few times, um, I don't remember any of that. That's terrifying. It was terrifying to see my husband when he came to me. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and I said, why are you so like white his face was like completely white and he's like oh you think so (laughs) so but you walked away from that i did some some uh big um cuts and bruises and um and was this at bonneville as well this is in australia at the same place you're going do you have any trepidation mentally about going back back there to the the same place? i don't because i know that i have one of the safest cars in the world from going from two wheels to four wheels Mm -hmm. it's been a slice of heaven i love racing this car it is the most amazing car i've ever been in to race besides my bentley (laughs) but that's designed for something else but this car is just simply amazing i and that working with the teams you know that i work with is just great it's just a great combination and i'm a great perfect driver for them (laughs) when things go wrong i guess what what can go wrong when you're when you're driving uh you know, mm. I think people can easily think of what can go wrong when you're driving, when you're drag racing or mm-hmm. when you're uh, on a motorcycle. But what can yeah. go wrong um, on uh, the Target 550? Well, um, parachutes might not come out, you know. Um, I do have speed brakes on it. Okay. <laughs> but those those are for when my 400-mile-per-hour runs go out. And, um, you know, the, the things that could go wrong is mechanical. Okay. Um, parachutes would be the number one thing I would be deathly afraid of. <laughs> no kidding. Um, how many gears does it have? Or we like have four gears. Four gears. Okay. Yeah. Four wonderful long gears. <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> how quickly can you get it up to um, full speed? Full speed. Oh boy. I'd be in fourth gear. I'd probably be a good 400. You know, the car's been 385 miles per hour yeah. by the former driver, Les Davenport. So He's had um, some rumbling in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not smooth. It's pretty. Uh, <laughs> you're bouncing around in there. Yeah, it's not a. It's not the best. We have no suspension, yeah. by the way. Oh wow! <laughs> now, okay. don't you feel sorry for me? <laughs> I do. Actually, that's why I love run, running the Bentley. <laughs> yeah. So you're not um, sitting. You're rocking all around. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, you know, I'm rocking a bit. You know, and and it does. The car does kind of flex a bit. You know. Mm-hmm. When we were in the 291 mile per hour range at the Salt Flats, and I I, I went 291 in the court two mile and a quarter mile, and that was pretty bouncy in there, and you could we have it on video how you can just see the car flexing, oh, wow. <laughs> lifting up from the ground and coming back down. We've talked about a, a bunch of different speed targets before, but um, yeah. and. You know, when you say the world, and forgive my ignorance on this, but when you say the world's 
fastest man is that is that um an internal combustion engine or is that a different is that like one of the kind of like a jet that's a jet okay yeah so, so and you're shooting for internal combustion engine piston four engine wheel, car four wheels yes the record is 417 miles per 417 hour. so and that's what you're setting yeah you're hoping to break which i know we can do that very easy um and the record for two wheels is 376 miles per okay. hour a lot of numbers but that there's a lot, a lot of numbers more... they're the most important numbers in the world is <laughs> all those numbers do you think about my those life. numbers uh, a lot yeah. <laughs> we talked about Bonneville and kind of what it looks like and where it is. Um, what's, describe the place in Australia, uh, where exactly It's just is as it? beautiful. It's a, it's South Australia, Lake Gardner. You know, what will you be thinking about when you're driving down that road and approaching your, your race site? Boy, you know, it, it's, you know, I got a big job. <laughs> I got, I got some shoes to fill down there and I got to make a comeback. Had many setbacks, but I'm having a great comeback. <laughs> Valerie, what else uh, should I have asked you? Do you want people to know about your team and your attempt and what you're yeah. trying to do? Well, you know, I, I have two amazing teams, and I'm focusing on the Target 550 team uh, while this bike streamliner is being rebuilt. So we've been in the process of doing that. So that project is a little bit on hold, but so now my focus is on the target 550 and to bring home the land speed record and to set a world record. So, um, with that being said, you know, we're, we're, um, creating a GoFundMe page, which is on my website. We just posted it, I think yesterday. And Mm so, um, you know, we need help. We need donations to help us, you know, grow that extra mile per hour. (laughs) Um, you need money to help, uh, just to help the team. We need sponsors. Yeah. We need, you know, we're reaching out for the the people that love what we do. And those people, you know, if you love what we do, you know, please donate. Please help us um, in any way you can. Well, one thing I wanted to ask you, you know, we talked about Jesse uh, Combs earlier, but uh, like how many people are out there trying to set records? Like how do you, I mean, is yeah. there like, can you give a sense of the this uh, community, the world of, uh, it's, people. Trying it's to a huge records. racing community and the land speed racing efforts. And I have to say is that I know that with my streamliner efforts that I don't think that there's one other female that is going for what I'm going for. So yeah. I'm just one in the world. Well, I'm competing against, you know, men and old records. <laughs> so, old records meaning that they've been there for more than 10 years. Yeah, <laughs> Not no. old people. I didn't say <laughs> it that way. And are there, um, I mean, are we talking like dozens of, of racers or hundreds? Or, I mean, do you have any sense of who else? I would say there's probably in my class, there's probably, you know, five of us okay. all together. And it's not a lot because it takes an army and it takes a lot of money to do this. This vehicle is you know, a couple million dollars worth. And who, who does that? Yeah, who uses <laughs> Smart that? people do. <laughs> and, uh, and brave people. Well, um, and brave people. Yes. Well, good luck, uh, in March. And, um, thank you for yes. taking the time to talk about your story and we wish you luck. Thank you. I can't wait to come back and talk to you and, and share with your listeners, uh, our great achievements that we have created in Australia. So, well, Good on, good on you. Good on, <laughs> good day. <laughs>
Thanks for listening to the latest episode of Beat Check with the Oregonian. Check out my stories on the transportation beat at oregonlive.com commuting. If you like the show, please leave us a rating and review to help us spread the word. Until next time.